Today's scripture reading comes from the the 23rd Psalm. Almost started a different one. And it reads, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the quiet waters. He restoreth my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The word of God for the people of God. For those that know me, the hardest part about today is just going to be staying still in this area. Let us pray. Gracious God, Lord, I thank you for all that you have done in our lives. God, I thank you even for where we stand. I am grateful that you are still in control. And as we rest in your goodness, as we rest in your grace, as we rest in your power, as we rest in all that you are. God, we know that it will still all work together for the purposes that you have set forth. God, we thank you for all that you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's uh, title, if you, if you will, is Comfort in the Midst of Chaos. This past week, really this past month, has seemed to be quite a chaotic scene. This disease has caused dis-ease. We have been asked to self-quarantine, to stay away from others, to avoid gathering over 10 people. You see, some people in the midst of all of this have been furloughed from jobs that they have had for years. Some have been asked to work from home, whether it's been conducive to work from home or not. I could raise my hand on that one. Others were simply let go and released. Needless to say, there are financial hardships in individuals and families with financial uncertainty everywhere, my God. Not to forget that there still are those that have, been, have fallen ill, been affected or afflicted with this virus and now face unforeseen challenges. There are also their families and their friends that now face the challenge of trying to care for someone that they are told to simply leave alone. And let's face it, creating distance between people that you love is just hard. All of this while people stand in lines outside of stores praying for the basic necessities they need and praying that uh, they will be there so that they can purchase them and they're not sold out. All of this while people are maxing out their credit cards to prepare for a lockdown that is rumored but never confirmed. All of this while fear grips the world and people act act outside of their normal selves, literally fighting over water and toilet paper. It is safe to say that we are in a storm, a storm that seems to be chaotic, a storm that seems to be tossing some to and fro, a storm that is very real. 
But let me remind you that this storm, no matter how chaotic, no matter how boisterous, no matter how real, is not bigger or more powerful than the God we serve. Amen. A friend of mine posted a meme this week on Facebook, and it said simply this. You can't calm the storm, but you can calm yourself in the midst of it. The storm will pass. This season of Lent reminds me that an intimate relationship with God and my experiences with God should cause an expectation and strengthen my faith. All of this brought me to today's scripture. In it, we find David speaking to these very things. He states, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. These verses speak to a concrete and intimate relationship between David and God. When he says the Lord is my shepherd, he speaks to the fact that he believes that it is God who protects him and gives him security. He believes that it is God who provides the basic necessities he needs for life. It is God who sustains him in every way. This belief comes from time spent with his shepherd. He goes on to say... Uh, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. Green pastures alludes to the provision of nourishment. It, still water shows attention to detail. God, uh, as a good shepherd, knows that his sheep will not drink from troubled waters. Knowing this says that he guides them only to the places that are good for their purpose. Right paths alludes to the shepherd avoiding places of danger. David says, he restores my soul. He says, God keeps me. David, through relationship, knows that God's sheep will lack nothing because the shepherd is on duty. Amen. How many of us have this type of relationship with God? To know that our shepherd is on duty and everything has to be all right. Have we prayed? Have we fasted? Have we sought his face enough to have this type of confidence? These verses show us how David has experienced God. David goes on to say, even though I walk through the valley in the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You have anointed my head with oil and my cup overflows. He is stating that even though I may be facing a perilous, perilously threatening environment or a threatening time or a threatening storm, I know that your provision, God, is sufficient. He is saying that he knows that based on his experiences that God will tend his flock like the good shepherd will, no matter what. He finds comfort in God's direction, his correction, and protection as it proves that God is always there. And God anointing his head and preparing the table shows that God has blessed his life, granting favor, grace, mercy, and love. Amen. 
If we look back over our lives, I am sure that we can find the same to be true. These were the experiences of David. Commentary writers concede that they cannot accurately place exactly when David penned this psalm. Some say he was a boy, a wee lad sitting under a tree, while others says that he was an older man at the time. But the consistent thing in all of this is no matter when it was penned, the belief in its words were lifelong. David had plenty of storms in his life. He was faced with fighting a lion. He was faced as a child with fighting with a bear. He was faced with fighting a giant named Goliath. He was chased by his best friend's father out of his home. The king sought to kill him. He was fired from his job. But before, during, and after all of these storms in his life, he celebrated God. He believed God and he rested in God. In the midst of all of these storms, so much so that in 1 Kings, when it is time for David to die, he states, I am about to die like all men must, but you are growing stronger and becoming a man. He's talking to Solomon. Now carefully obey all the commands of the Lord your God. Carefully obey all of his laws, his commands, decisions, and agreements. Obey everything that is written in the law of Moses. If you do this, you will be successful at whatever you do and wherever you go. And if you obey the Lord, he will keep his promise about me. He said, if your sons carefully live the way I tell them, Sincerely, with all their heart, the king of Israel will always be a man from your family. His faith remained the same until even the moment of death. And this faith, to calm him in the midst of all of these storms, this faith, to calm him in the midst of chaos, he is passing down to the generations that followed him. And I believe he's passing it down to us. People of God, Father God is our shepherd, amen. He protects us, he guides us, he corrects us and loves us, amen. He, he, he has promised to do, to, uh, he has promised not to withhold any good thing from us. He has promised to provide for all of our needs and to sustain us, to guide us, and to love us, amen. And we know his word will not return void, so surely he will do what he has promised. Surely, in the words of David, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The storms of life, to include the ones we are facing today, are real and they may seem chaotic. You cannot stop the storm but you can calm yourself in the midst of the storm by taking comfort in the very real God, the all-powerful God, the God that cares for you, the God that loves you, the God that is your shepherd. So if you have not cemented an intimate relationship with your creator, today is a great day to start. If you have not taken the time to look back over your life and find comfort in God's promise and your in God's presence in your story, today is a great day to do it. 
After doing these things, your faith should create a sense of expectation that says that God is with me. Who or what can stand against me? It should create a sense of expectation that says my God is able to do all things. It should create a sense of expectation that says my God is bigger and my God is stronger than anything I may face. It should create a sense of expectation. Uh, ex uh, expectancy that says the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he maketh me to lie down in green pastures he leadeth me beside the still waters he restoreth my soul he guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake even though I walk through the valley in the shadow of death I will fear no evil for he is with me his rod and his staff they comfort me he prepareth a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. He have anointed my head with oil. My cup, it overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. People of God, the storm may seem chaotic. But in and through God, we can find comfort in the midst of it. Be not moved by your emotions, but rather be governed by your faith. Be wise in your decisions make, decision making. Be guided by the Holy Spirit. Take the necessary precautions to flatten the curve. Use technology to stay connected with one another and to stay connected with the body of Christ. Uh, take your time to, to read and to pray and to build that relationship with God. But people of God, I, 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 I admonish you again, be not moved by your emotions, but be governed by your faith. In the name of the Father,